hello everybody um you know who it is and you know what we're doing here we're floating as always as i am always doing because it seems like uh there's a lot of tenseness a lot of negativity and shit going around right now so i'm just uh currently keeping to myself and, and floating and whatnot but um yeah welcome to the show it's martian ufo man and today i just wanted to talk about nick cannon um a lot, a lot of a lot of people sorry might not be on this let me get some water here so so like i was saying uh, a lot of people might not be on this because uh nick cannon i guess he's probably like uh he's a niche kind of culture icon you know he used to be pretty popular back in the day for being married to mariah carey for certain things being a rapper and actor and um nowadays it's uh, that certain people follow him but the news about nick cannon recently is that he has been cancelled and this is important because uh, i was talking about cancellation recently and the cancellation of, of certain people and um certain public figure uh, figures sorry when you decide to go and speak about stuff or you say something and just being careful about first who you're speaking about um what you're actually saying um who's listening to you you know who the audience is all, all this kind of stuff that wraps around it but um nick cannon you know young black man in america he has a platform many platforms actually you know i think he had a a show called Wildin' Out, or it might be a podcast, so he has a couple podcasts, so he does Wildin' Out, and then he uh, does uh, a Canon's Class podcast, and that's the uh, the topic of issue, I guess, because he went up there on his podcast, and he was interviewing, um, what's his name, who was he interviewing, um, I found this for you guys. Richard Griffin. Nick Cannon was interviewing Richard Griffin. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know who that is, but uh, anyways, they were talking about uh, um, anti-Semitism, I think that's how you say it, and kind of touching on on the Jews and things like this. And uh, even, I think I watched the episode, (coughs) and in it, even he was saying, you know, like, I got to be careful gonna be watching what I'm saying because now I'm gonna start talking about things that uh, are speaking about certain topics and, and things like this and basically while he and uh, Richard Griffin while speak, while we're speaking he said that uh, I'm gonna find what he said for you because this is gonna be important he was making the notion um, that uh, they basically said that he was promoting anti-semitic conspiracy theories about the the rothschilds um the illuminatis those those types of groups and he basically likened the jews to these types of groups now but let's let's say um so on his show he praised the uh, nation of islam leader farrakhan and his ideology which, um, unfortunately, in the States, there's a group that recognizes them as a hate group, 
based upon how aggressive they are with their ideologies and their movements and, and just the fact that they are kind of a violent group. But um, anyways, uh, you got to understand, Nick Cannon, um, the fact that he was canceled, he was literally canceled. So he was, I guess, hired by and his employer was Viacom CBS. And CBS is who ran his um, Cannon's Class podcast. They ran his Wild and Out podcast. He had a new show that was supposed to come out recently. And um, the show is not coming out now. Something happened with the show. It got pushed back, which it seems like Viacom and really his whole network is, is against him now based upon what he said. But let me, let me read what he actually said to you, and then you can decide for yourself. Um, and once you hear this, it'll speak back again to the importance of even if you think this way or you believe this as a black person or any colored type person, you got to be careful and you got to understand um, how your words are going to be uh, hitting people. I told somebody the other day that words are ammunition. And sometimes when we get in the heat of our emotions and we want to push a certain topic, that gets forgotten. But uh, Nick Cannon says... The uh, people that don't have melanin, so he would be speaking about darker skinned people, uh, black people probably, most likely, and then I guess the brown people and whatnot after after that are, and he says, I'm going to say this carefully, a little less, Cannon said, when they didn't have the power of the sun, it started to deteriorate them, so then they're acting out of fear, they're acting out of low self-esteem, they're acting out of uh, deficiency. He continued, so therefore the only way that they can act is evil. They have to rob, steal, rape, kill in order to survive. So then these people that didn't have what we have, and when I say we, I speak of the melanated people. They had to be savages. They're acting as animals, so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. I don't think that's the whole quote, but... uh, um, to explain it, here's the thing, that, that that's saying a lot, right? When you hear that quote, certain people might be able to decipher it and certain, certain people might not be able to. So I'm going to give it to you. Basically, he's saying um, in simple speak that black people or people who have more melanin than darker skinned people are, of, uh, are actually the original uh, Jews or Hebrews or this and that. He's saying that we are... And, and this is him, right, saying that people with more melanin, people that are darker skinned, are the ori- uh, are linked to the original people, that uh, people who did not have this, and when they were worshipping the sun, so you know, I guess, pagan religions, and people that worship the sun, we speak about, look into a different article here, so he claimed that with so much power, the Jewish community was turning into Illuminati, the Zionists, the Rothschilds, um, on the Nick Cannon podcast, he went on to add that African-American people are Semitic people by definition, and that Semitic people are not white, meaning that we're of a different uh, uh, class, you could say. This is what he was trying to say. Um, and uh, this is, uh, it's wild, man. It's wild, wild, wild. Um, I guess it, it happened to, like, he... Um, he didn't um, apologize right away. He said that he was promoting um, free speech, and he he came out in like uh, a rage, basically blacklashing uh, Viacom for canceling him, canceling his show because it happened the day after when they heard about this and what he said. Um, 
they canceled him the day after canceled his show he was out and then pushed back the release of his new show that was supposed to be coming out in the fall can't remember what the name was but yeah i mean again um what he's saying is and i mean nick cannon i've kind of studied a little bit uh he's been studying uh this kind of stuff i guess studying um um the black and jewish community studying the original kind of culture so he has a reason to kind of feel the way that he feels or or to interpret material the way that he's interpreting it you know i'm not going to speak on on that at all or my opinion on it i'm just going to say that you know those are his comments and um he feels that you know the black people we we as darker skinned melanin people we can't be anti-semitic i guess or i don't and i'm, I'm gonna have to look into more what anti-semitism means i guess if that means that you i don't know hate other like is that racism is it the same or is it does it go a little bit deeper than that i think anti-semitism is like superiority of your race basically which which is uh yeah it's uh you understand these are pretty big comments um and yeah it said after he didn't apologize he said i'm an advocate for people's voices to be heard openly fairly and candidly in today's conversation about anti-racism and social justice i think we all including myself must continue educating one another and embrace uncomfortable conversations and it's the only way we will all get better I encourage more healthy dialogue and welcome any experts, clergy, or spokespersons to any of my platforms to hold me accountable and correct me in any statement that I've made that has been projected as negative. And I mean, let's let's be honest, right? Here's the thing. Nobody really wants to hear that. Say, say that definitively it was written in stone that this was true, that there was a link between darker-skinned melanin people and the original people that used to walk the earth. Because if you start studying this stuff and you study... The, I'm going to throw out some names, the Moors, uh, the Anunnaki, these were original black persons that used to be around, you know, these parts, North America and things like that, um, who were not slaves and they had some type of uh, uh, power or royalty, you could say. Um, so he's saying, um, you know, the, the part about education and, and embracing uncomfortable conversations well yes that's true but i think if if this was true i mean nobody wants to hear that they're of less quality of less superiority that they're less because they don't have you know this color skin which from him it's coming from a place of you know you see what's happening right now you see what's happening to our people and i'm speaking to the black people to you know the people who are losing their lives to the um stuff that's happening to the south sudanese women in sudan and a bunch of oppression and abuse going on everywhere just to 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 black people right because while everybody deserves to have their voice heard and all this kind of stuff right now we're speaking about black people um even if this was true you got again you got to be careful about how you say this there's no you know in in the world that we live in it's been constructed and created that there's space for everybody right from all races all this kind of stuff at least in north america and that it kind of has to be that way in terms of fairness and all this kind of stuff so of course when he makes those kinds of comments and then looks like somebody who's actually backing that up and believes it um certain people that hired him and employed him who aren't black you know the owners of viacom 
I'm going to say, you know, it is what it is. They're white and they're of a different ethnicity and things like this. Um, it's going to rub them a certain way. It's going to rub anybody a certain way. Because even if it's the truth, even if this is how you feel, even if this is like what it is, um, you, you got to understand the platform that you're on, the fact that you can't really come out here and say all that. Um, I don't know, man. It's It's a tough subject, right? He speaks about uncomfortable conversations and about getting more educated i think a lot of the, i mean if the listeners if you guys are listening to this right now i don't know if this is stuff that you really want to even go educate yourself into it might help you might help everybody right might help everybody come together and, and to find that common place common ground that's um a lot of us don't really think we're gonna get to you know the people that i speak to about uh big world ideologies and whether the races will really be able to come together it doesn't seem um, likely right now. It doesn't seem like very, uh, very good odds. You know, the end of racism completely, or the end of, of, of people just not really liking each other, or being only about their race and things like this. It's uh, it might be maybe a couple of civilizations down the road. You know, a couple hundred or thousands of years, thousands of years. Like, uh, but it'll take some time. Definitely, that's um, it's tough stuff um but yeah everybody wants to say you know they're anti or anti-racist they're not racist and we all care about social justice and this and that but i mean the truth is that most of us you know right we're just going about our daily lives we don't really read about this shit we don't really really care but as soon as somebody tells us or tells you or whatever whoever you are that you don't care or that you don't care about this it's suddenly now you're the person that's like i said before the loudest talker in the room your ego your sense of self has been hurt and all this kind of stuff. God damn, man. I I remember, I have to remember to keep the do not disturb on for this because receive calls and texts and all this kind of shit and it just gets me out of my fucking zone. Fuck. Anyways, Nick Cannon. Um, I was talking about the idea that I guess people who attain power, people who have influence, all this kind of stuff. I mean, it really does require a certain kind of mind or a certain kind of uh, patience or willingness with yourself to go on to study this material, to have these uh, uncomfortable conversations, to embrace them and to understand that, um, you know, uh, I, was, I was listening to something um, and I've, I've been reading this book. Uh, it's 48 Laws of Power, and you guys can go check it out if you want. It's by Robert Greene. And this is kind of the thing, too, right? When you, when you tell people about the fact that you're doing this or doing that, or, yeah, I'm reading these books or anything, um, people might listen to you. But they don't, I mean, they either don't really think you're doing it or they just, I mean, the, the timing issue, everybody's got different schedules or, or different things that matters to them. But um, in this book... Uh, it talks about the issue that if everybody were to treat everyone the same and in terms of like all fairness and all this kind of stuff, unfortunately, people would come to the realization that uh, there are certain people who, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, like do have better skills or, or, or higher qualities or maybe better physical traits or some are better with the mind and things like this than others, right? And it said that in the end that uh, the result is you'll have uh, people 
essentially with lesser, lesser skills being pushed up into higher positions and then you have the people with gifts and whatnot uh, being ignored, not really being sought out or found out um, for whatever reason. And um, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I think for me personally, I think it's unfortunate that Nick Cannon got canceled. I think to, to be able to speak openly about something and then to uh, not really get the support of, of your network. And then here's another thing too about it because what also happened, there's more backlash here. When he went and, and put out the apology, so after the cancellation, after you know making the comments, after coming out and promoting free speech and things like this, and that he basically wasn't gonna apologize, he did after come out and put out an apology on his Twitter. And then he said that black people were getting mad at him now that black people came back and started backlash on him because, uh, uh, well, you can understand, right? If you, if a guy was, was saying pro black to the extreme, if these, what these comments were, if somebody can interpret them that way, like saying that black people are the best superior. And then after he comes out and says, oh man, you know, my bad apologies. It's going to look a certain way to black people now. And then it's like, one second. Somebody told me not to do that shit. They said, I was just going to do my shit, do it. Anyways, it seems like he's kind of in a tight spot now because if he felt that way the whole time, he should have looked ahead. He should have kind of um, seen the dangerous path that he was going to embark on, the grenades that might have been in his way, landmines, <coughs> different ways that this might have backfired on him because right now, and cancel called, and, and in 2020, sorry, <coughs> cancel culture is huge. You know, the promotion of free speech and all this kind of stuff is also huge. Being who you are, expressing yourself, standing by what you say you know being firm with your ground and all this kind of stuff but at the same time <clears throat> you can see that at the at the bigger level they don't really support it the same way because he obviously was canceled by his network um had certain people come out speak out against him the jewish community was mad about it and then after he apologized and the black people were angry and and basically canceling him in their own right because now uh how do you, what, what, you know, what kind of way do you come out and try and promote your own people in a nice and respectful manner without offending anybody else? And I think that's the, the point. Um, there's never not going to be anybody that's, that's offended. Um, you know, your words, like I said, are always going to have ammunition depending on who you're speaking to or who you're speaking about, who your audience is, where your, your, your speech is going. And um, I guess, I guess being comfortable with that, being comfortable with that uh, attention, with that um, neg- negativity from people, if you want to call it that, you know, me, certainly, I know that at a certain point, I'm going to have to deal with that, being on this podcast and speaking about certain things, there's going to be people that don't agree with me, that's why I want to bring on the guests soon at a, at a certain time, but uh, I've come, you know, to the fact that I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with myself that I'll talk about anything, basically. I still understand the safety of, of the timing and approaching things in a certain way, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, 
don't think anything really needs to be kept under the rug or behind closed doors. And in that sense, I do hope that, you know, Nick Cannon comes back with the platform. I hope that people continue to support him and that he, I guess, uh, doesn't find himself having to, to lie or to, to say a certain thing or to not support what he actually believes because, you know, maybe he has to sell out again to get on a big flat platform maybe you know whatever it is but yeah the point is be careful what you say be careful how you say it but if you believe something say what you say and then be comfortable with it and understand that people aren't going to agree with you they might come after you and and fuck it if they do because it's 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 just life i'm like yeah keep going One last thing. So I just read another uh, news source, another article. Uh, I was kind of looking into if there was anything else that I could say about it, uh, any kind of closing notes to round off. And I found something interesting here that the, um, you know, this is again for, for the black people and, and to really pay attention and take notice to what this really means. Because listen to this, this is a comment by uh, Charlemagne the God, he is a radio host of, uh, what's his show, uh, The Breakfast Club. He runs The Breakfast Club, uh, runs on Wednesdays. Um, anyways, what he said, uh, quote, listen, Nick is my guy. I hate it had to be him, but that's what you can do when you have the power. And if there's one thing Jewish people have showed us, it's that they have the power, um, end quote. And because uh, these comments that he made are super important because, um, he's not wrong he is definitely correct in the fact that um the jewish community they they hold um what what words do i want to use insurmountable influence they have extreme power you know in terms of political financial legal areas um and so again so you see what happened to Nick Cannon in just a day. He was fired from his show. He only got to keep one job. I think he still uh, uh, runs as the host for the masked, uh, masked Singer on MTV or something like that. But besides that, all of his other um, uh, networks have been canceled. His platforms have been, uh, I guess, abandoned for the moment. And um, you could reasonably say that because he made these comments about the Jewish community in itself um yeah this is what happened to him and this is the the power that they have to take him down after having a 10-year contract with viacom cbs um that's not you know certainly small he's been doing this for a long time he's known them he has a relationship with them and they dropped him after a day um yeah cancel culture power and so speaking to the the black people the black community as a whole um i guess you know it's not really certainly more about like if you want power if you want to have a voice um and to be able to do certain things i guess in the sense of this case imagine it was flipped imagine it was the jews saying something about the black community and, and um and in a way that we were just so offended and whatever um it's not the certain kind of power that we have yet that we can go and and fire people so because he says again you know uh quote 
Uh, this is Charlemagne the God. He says, um, I can't wait until the day black people are, are able to fire people for saying things about us that we deem racist. We can barely get cops fired for actually killing us. And this is also true. It's a, I mean, it's a fucking battle, you know? It's, it's like every time a cop shoots a black person, um, discriminate, discriminate, fucking what word am I trying to use? It's a paid leave, basically paid leave. Um, and and now, only in 2020, where it's that we're going after cops, and it's still a fight. We have to go get you know rounds of social media and people just to get these cops to lose their jobs, and then after that, we want them to to be tried and to go to jail for their crimes, basically. Um, what he's saying, and what I'm gonna say to the black people, is that if we want this kind of power if you want this kind of power it's not so much about how we use our voice you know getting out and riding and and you know, showing people how loud and tough and and maybe scary you are and all this kind of stuff more so about using your mind using the brain getting into these positions of uh legal a financial um studying certain things that later on in life if it's not us it's our children you know, the next couple of generations, we can start to build something that looks kind of like um, an, inf- an influential force that the Jewish community has and just being able to protect ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if you want to be real with, about it, I don't really think anybody fucks with the Jews. So let's keep it at that <laughs> and have a good day.